What's poppin', my Freeform Renegades? You are tuned into the Freeform Network. Thanks for joining us for another fun episode of Freeform Radio. I'm your host, Noel, with my co-host, Daniel. Yes, sir. Over here in uh, Lake County, uh, just getting over COVID, part two, but uh, still kicking. Oh, I'm glad to hear that, man. And we have Andy. It's all good, Andy. I'm here and uh, I haven't had COVID in a while, so let's keep it that way. Yes, sir. Let's definitely keep it that way. Well, it's a chilly day here in Chicago, but wherever your listeners are, we hope you're sitting good, feeling nice. And we're going to get going on this episode here. We're going to start it off with Daniel, who it looks like just beat another game. I believe it's for your what your PS5, Axiom Verge. Yeah, I, I, I want to say it came out for PlayStation 4 uh, as well. I'm not sure if any of you guys actually heard of this one, but this is uh, like a retro looking game that just recently came out, um, you know, within the last like recent, like in the last five years. But it's got like that old school Nintendo uh, vibe on it, you know, kind of like that Metroid look on it. But uh, yeah, man, uh, since uh, like I mentioned in the intro, I I got COVID again. Uh, I was stuck at home for a week here. I'm I'm just getting over it. I still got a little bit of a cough. So if that comes through a few times, apologies. But uh, yeah, since I had some time to myself here trying to stay uh, quarantined, I played Axiom Verge and, and beat it, man. And, you know, I got to admit, I played this game back when it first came out uh, just because I liked the vibe. I, I digged the original Metroid for NES and it kind of, you know, gives you that retro feeling of that again. Uh, but I didn't dig it when I first played it. I don't know why, but it just didn't call me. Uh, I didn't really like it. But being stuck at home, I'm like, ah, let me give it another try. I popped it in and I just marathoned through it beat it and it, it was a cool game man uh towards the end it started getting the hooks into me and you get that little loop of you know go for that extra secret get more powers and it helps you get to the next branch of of levels uh the only thing i didn't really care for it was it was a lot more backtracking and maybe that's just how it was in the nes days but uh compared to modern games nowadays a lot of backtracking kind of turns me off but it was a cool game. I enjoyed it. I, I don't know if either of you guys even heard of it or or even recognize it. You know, I'm doing a quick Google search here to see what you're talking about. And uh, it, it definitely looks cool. Uh, it's got like this, like you said, Metroid vibe. Some really cool, like, you know, villain characters, it looks like. Uh, it's definitely got that 8-bit Nintendo look, though, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other cool thing about it is i i want to say uh, don't hold me to it but that only one guy made this game that it was one guy that designed this thing it took him you know three five years or whatever it was and he made this game he actually made part two which i didn't hear as much praise for so i don't know if it was more of like rinse repeat and people didn't vibe with it because this was so like out of left field with that nes vibe but um yeah man i i dug it I played it, and, uh, you know, I recommend it for any of those old school heads, kids that were in uh, late 70s, early 80s. You're, you're going to dig this this style game, and it's it's really cool, really well done. And um, it, it's kind of 
making me think about Axiom Verge Part 2, but Axiom Verge Part 1 was definitely pretty cool. Um, the other thing I want to talk about, man, is I, I finished Quantum Leap, uh, another thing that I did while I was stuck here in, in quarantine. Uh, and this is the the first the first go around of Quantum Leap, not this new one that just came out. Uh, this is the original one that that showed on uh, NBC, and it's uh, consisted of five seasons, about twenty or so episodes each season. So it was definitely uh, a longer, uh, you know, uh, what do they call that series when it's the whole thing, and. Uh, you know, I got to say, towards the fifth season, it was getting kind of long in the tooth. Uh, there were definitely some good episodes in season five, but there were some kind of dull ones that were kind of like fillers, I felt. But yeah. uh, but season five did have a few cool ones. It had the, the JFK one, the Elvis one, uh, had the Martin Luther King one, and it had a few other cool ones that were puppered in there. There were a few that I didn't really care for, the three-parter for the Southern... A killer and this and that you know there was some sums that I, I didn't really care for but i uh, i know that you had i think you mentioned it noel that this never really had uh an episode where he gets home and i thought you mentioned that because and this is now spoilers because i'm gonna give out the ending here but i thought you had meant that they kind of like abruptly ended and never came up with a like a sound conclusion, but the season does, or the series does end in the last episode, but it ends with him never returning home. So I, I, I didn't realize that. It, I don't know if that's what you meant, Noel. Yeah, because there, if, if now that you've watched it, there is an episode where he does get to go back home and meet his girlfriend and all that, and but then he has to go back in. I think to save L. It's like they swap places. Al was in the in the quantum leap, and then he was out in the real world or his, right. his time, but he had to go back to save him. You know, he felt bad for Al's wife, you know, his like sixth wife or whatever it was, and uh, so he did get a little time at home, which I think you know at least they did that. But it it kind of and it kind of sucked. I felt bad because Sam uh, he did so much like throughout the season throughout the the four or five seasons, like to to do right. And he had like the, kind of this this Christian vibe to him where he wanted to do it for God and do it for humanity. And he was just like a pure, good hearted person. Uh, he, he wasn't perfect. Right. He had his flaws, too. But uh, I, I feel like he was such a good protagonist. He deserved like a happier ending. For sure. For sure. I, I, I think at the very end, the last episode, it is super sad because he doesn't get to go home and he sacrifices his life to save Elle. Because um, in the last episode, he decides to go back and save Al's marriage. And in doing so, Al never becomes a member of Quantum Leap. So the Quantum Leap um, project never happens. And so now he's stuck out in wherever he is. I don't know if he's still bouncing around or if he's just stuck in one place or maybe he's just in limbo. But yeah, that's that's how the show ends, and it just leaves you with some text telling you that, you know, Al goes on to be happily married, and uh, you know, uh, Sam ends up never returning home. So, kind of a sad fitting for the uh, for uh, Sam in the, the the series, but really cool the way it ended. The last episode was kind of like a 
uh, a retrospect and a bunch of episodes, uh, not so much in flashbacks, but a lot of characters returned back for that last episode. And um, he was kind of like in a purgatory kind of place where he saw all these characters and got a chance to speak to a character who is proposed to be God or, or something along them lines. Uh, the, whoever is controlling or helping control Sam or help guide Sam to the next project kind of thing. So really cool, man. Glad I, I, I stuck with it to the end because that fifth season, like I mentioned, was was getting a little long to to the point where I was just like, man, I don't know if I could keep watching this, but glad I watched it. I'm thinking of watching at least an episode or two of the new Quantum Leap, but I am curious to see if they hold this same God vibe with this new, uh, you know, uh, new generation of uh, of movies and TV shows. I, I don't know if it's going to be too safe and they're not going to want to mention God since people hate mentioning God nowadays. But the show, that's all they mention. You know, that's that's a main premise of the show is that guide God is guiding them to do right where all these people did wrong. So I'm kind of curious as to the new show, if they even mention that at all. But yeah, we'll, we'll see, man. I, I had read somewhere that uh, Backham actually just signed on to produce or be a little part of the show now, because I guess they're kind of flipping it a little bit, because originally um, Backham was not going to be a part of the show. So kind of curious as to see if maybe season two takes a different direction or uh, how the show is doing. Is it even going to make a season two? Uh, everything I read that they're not making a season two because uh, oh. the ratings have dropped significantly. And I think a lot of it is the backlash of uh, that. The, the I don't know the name of the character that Scott Bakula played. Is it yeah, uh, Sam uh, Beckett? But Beckett, he's not in it. And a lot of people were upset about that. Um, and uh, everything I read that the, the ratings have dropped big time and i think season two is in limbo but we'll see i don't know i, I that's all i've heard I, you know we we kind of talked about it in the past some of the issues with the current uh re, the reboot or is it a continuation i think that's still up in the air right right with this new one i i don't have an idea i i imagine they're new characters uh, or at least a different spin to it and i think you mentioned you've seen it right noel uh the, the new one no i haven't seen it oh okay yeah, so I'm, I'm hoping to maybe tune in to an episode or two before maybe this next recording and give you my quick thoughts. But I'm guessing I'm not going to stick around, especially with all this um, Sam Beckett not being involved, or at least the character of Sam Beckett not being involved. That kind of turns me off to this new show. Um, like Noel mentioned, he's just a, such an awesome character. And I just think the actor is really good. I mean, he's the one that carried Enterprise. Uh, the Star Trek Enterprise, yeah. and I, I just think he's an awesome character. I know he's in a couple other main shows like uh, CSI or some other like forensic file stuff. I forget what other TV shows he's in right now, but uh, any kind of TV show that I see with with that actor, really cool stuff and really good stuff. So uh, I'll, I'll tune in and, and take a quick look and see if it's uh, worth me watching. But if they're not going to have a season two, then they probably won't have enough time to kind of formulate an arc to to kind of maybe uh, wrap it up. So, yeah. That's the problem with the reboots lately. Uh, ever since 
Amazon bought uh, MGM. They bought the right. They have. They got the rights to the Stargate show. I don't know if you guys remember that. It was a big thing on Sci-Fi Channel. Now they're gonna. They're they're debating uh, if they're gonna make a new version of the Stargate, like a reboot, or they're gonna have a continuation of the original because it had like four spinoffs, and that's a big thing in the community that they're talking about. And there's all this stuff in the air. And knowing how they do shit today, I think they're gonna fuck it up. But we'll see. Yeah, yeah, it's sad to see, man, because uh, Quantum Leap was definitely an awesome show. But I don't know, maybe four seasons would have been enough. Five seasons definitely was maybe a little too long. But uh, cool show. It could have been something if you revived it the wrong, the right way. But uh, it doesn't sound like people are really digging it either because people just don't dig Quantum Leap. Because I did ch- uh, check um, Wikipedia really quick to see a little back history to it. And it didn't really have much information other than it was a slow burn and that ratings were kind of lowish. Um, that they had switched it around uh, time slots a few times to, to try to find its audience. And that it wasn't towards uh, the tail end that it did grow in popularity until it, it didn't eventually get canceled and, and only came up with five seasons. But yeah, yeah, too bad, man. Uh, you know, yeah. probably go ahead. It, it did have a resurgence on sci-fi because uh, <clears throat> when I was in high school, that's when I actually got introduced to it. Uh, it was just back in like the early 2000s, probably like 2004, that I started watching it again uh, or started watching it for the first time, I should say. Uh, on sci-fi it would be like every night maybe from like 10 to 1 in the morning so i'd be up until like 1 in the morning watching this show because it was just it was so good it's the first time i'd seen it and then i eventually uh got it on dvd as well and no yeah man uh, it's it's a good show hopefully they'll be able to fix this one but i don't think they're gonna fix it right the uh the new show yeah yeah it doesn't sound like it sounds like it's gonna stay kind of broken and stay kind of um unknown at this point but uh speaking of unknowns uh andy why don't you fill us in on this crypto unknown man is this thing breaking is this thing unraveling uh are they gonna have a part two continuation that gives us a happy ending (laughs) a reboot yeah right that's what we're all hoping for but uh i don't know if you guys follow the ftx it's a crypto exchange kind of like coinbase uh, coinbase and binance and all this um Hey, do you guys uh, know of it at all? No. What? What is that like? Uh, like Robinhood? Is it like a software, or is it just a company that deals with it? So it's a it, it's an exchange. It's like Robinhood or Coinbase, where you can buy, but mostly uh, it only dealt with crypto. Um, and uh, it's like Coinbase, uh, Binance. It's more uh, from my understanding. I use Coinbase, so. Binance is, uh, um, it's all crypto. Like last year's commercial, remember we saw SoFi and, uh, you know, uh, the Matt Damon uh, future favors the bold or whatever bullshit commercial. And then all the ones with Tom Brady and all the sports people pushing FTX. Well, both of those, I think, uh, I know for sure FTX declared bankruptcy and uh sofi or uh, don't hold me to that i think that one too is i think they're ready to declare bankruptcy because 
but mostly the FTX had broke that they were uh, uh, they were dealing in some bullshit. The owners, like some thirty year old kid, uh, who or the uh, the founder who. It's like, oh, I can't, it's just fucked up, man. And I can't believe it's, uh, you can't make this shit up. So the guy started an exchange. He became like a billionaire overnight. All the upper management in the company were like his, like these 10 people, like friends, like women and guys. They started the company in the Bahamas. Yeah, um, they bought, once they got the thing up and running, and they bought this huge mansion in the Bahamas. They're all living there. And apparently all 10 of them were in some type of like love relationship or they're all fucking each other. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. And then he named one of the women in that group, the CEO of the company. And she's like under 30 or just a little bit over 30. She has like no thing and no education in finance and anything. And then it got like really fucked up, man. But basically, they lost like $30 billion in two days. They started limiting the withdrawals of people's money. They created their own token that was worth like a lot of money. And then Binance put money into it. They bought that token. And then like as soon as they sold it all back, it was like $2 billion. That thing crashed. That's how they were making their money. And uh, now this guy... They looked at the books. They there's two billion dollars. Just they don't know where the fuck it went. And he had a sister company called Alameda. And there's uh, when you trade in crypto, you know the blockchain. You can see where all this shit goes. Well, they just know that the money was transferred to his sister company Alameda. <laughs> and then the final week, there was they were going through all the books. They had like six hundred million in liquidity, like just cash. And to and like some type of cryptocurrency and like they're like oh we got hacked all that money's gone and wow. uh, it's like like people got fucked and then this guy is in the Bahamas and I think a lot of he might get in trouble because he fucked over a lot of rich people and then to top it all off he was donating uh, a lot of money to Biden's campaign and the Democrats and it just came out he gave about uh something like 40 million between biden and the democrats and then he gave to the republican party he gave him something like 25 billion uh million and he's like he was spreading money around and people are like let's see if all this money is gonna get him out of uh you know get him out of trouble because it's uh, it's apparent there was fraud going on and nobody's been arrested and they're like he goes he just tweeted like yeah, I fucked up. Sorry. I'm going to try to get everybody their money back. That's what I'm curious. Is is this uh, backed by that um, government agency that protects your money? No, it's not. Uh, crypto's very volatile, very risky, but you can also make a lot of money. That's the, you know. Yeah, that's the thing. He made a lot of money and then he he started giving it to like politicians and uh the bankruptcy paperwork I was reading this morning, there was like really no CFO. The people who were running the company, they had no board meetings. People were submitting expense reports and people, the somebody apparently was in charge of approving, approving the expense reports. And then 
how you would know your expense report got approved was they would text you an emoji. <laughs> so I'm guessing it's a happy face or something, a smiley face. And uh, they were buy, they were giving the company was giving loans to executives to buy properties, and um, they weren't really paying it back. It's like a fucking mess, dude. And it makes you wonder, like, the fuck people doing with all this money, like, uh, or like who's in charge here? Like, because everybody's like in their early thirties, you know. And I was reading uh the. The CBSBF is Sam Brinman Freud or something. That's the guy who started all this. He was taking a meeting with a hedge fund for like he was trying to get money out of them for like two hundred and fifty million dollars. And the whole thing that one of the insiders said, yeah, when he was in this Zoom meeting, he was just playing video games. He was kind of ignoring them. And they're like, man, this guy's a fucking genius. Like, let's just give him the money. He's going to make us money. <laughs> And I'm just like, damn. I guess I'm I'm upset that, yeah, people got fucked, but this guy's gonna keep all his money, and I doubt he's gonna go to jail. <clears throat> yeah, but he might face worse consequences. The problem is, I think he fucked over rich people, so he might get in trouble. But that's about it. But he gave a lot of money to politicians and lawmakers, so there's a chance he's not. Nothing's gonna happen. They're like, well, that's what happens when you invest. In crypto, none of this is regulated or backed up by the government. Yeah, it says the Department of Justice and Securities Exchange Commission are now investigating Sam Bankman-Fried. Yeah, SBF, yeah. More yeah, than they, one million people have lost their money. <laughs> oh, man. The, the last week, they're like, we got hacked and we lost, we, we, we lost, they hacked $600 million. And then they're like, what do you mean got hacked? Yeah, man, we just got hacked, sorry. And they're thinking... Uh, they that they he did it or something. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt some shady shits going on there. Yeah, here they gave. Uh, a, this is the bankruptcy. This is on Twitter. Alameda Research, which is the sister company, gave uh, Sam Bankman Fried, that's the the founder, a one billion person, uh, one billion dollar personal loan. And then they also loaned the director of engineering $543 million. Uh, that everything was made on, over chat. There was not like official boardroom meetings or anything. So stuff could get deleted. Uh, they never had any board meetings. Uh, they had no cash management system. Management never had idea how much cash was on hand at any given time. They didn't keep no records of employees, so there was people who were working there like, I haven't got my check, and they were like, just cut checks out for them. <laughs> or somebody, they could have started like, a, 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 there was, there's reports that there was a fake employees there, and they were just uh, direct depositing checks to some accounts and for people that never showed up anywhere. Uh, corporate funds were used to purchase per, uh, real estate. Uh, all the executive put their names on homes purchased with company funds. Yeah, it's it's a fucking mess, dude. And I'm just like, uh, like a lot of people got fucked. I mean, like a lot of people. And uh, I was, I texted one of somebody, a coworker, and his, he was telling me uh, one of his kids was like big into crypto, and he told me I, I remember him telling me. 
they used uh, a platform called FTX or something something similar. And, and I told him, is this the one your kid's using? He goes, I don't remember. I'm like, dude, tell them to pull their money out because they're going to get fucked. And like an hour later, she said, no, nah, she pulled everything out like a couple months ago and use, uses Coinbase now. Mm-hmm. And she put like a couple thousand bucks into it or something. So I was just like, damn, man. Like, that's who I feel like a lot of people are going to get fucked. And, uh, well, they are fucked because I don't think they're going to get their money. And like I said, the last thing they checked on the books was at 600 million of just like uh, liquid assets. Like, just basically, that means money. Uh, they were trying to try to uh, get it. And then they just so miraculously, they got hacked and all the money disappeared so that means no one's getting shit and and then then the guy lives in the bahamas so there's no extradition with the bahamas he's just sitting there with his buddies or girls or whatever he's just there eating has no plans to come back supposedly he's been doing interviews over uh a zoom or whatever and he's not he's being like weird or he just hangs up on people allegedly and uh it's gonna be interesting <clears throat> well he's gonna have to watch his back man that's for sure well his ma is the the girl the girl or the ceo the woman he was dating she was running stuff she kind of admitted that there was some uh irregularities in the bank in the in the sheets and people are like you know you just admitted to like a crime right like this is illegal if you're an exchange and she's like oh like i didn't know that <laughs> it's just the ceo of the company Jeez, man it's crazy how this world works man some people just well, get, you, i don't know well that's what i'm saying like if you look at it crypto i don't think a lot of people really understand how it works and when people saw that bitcoin uh push uh like I think it did get over a hundred thousand at one time, right? A coin, and people are like, "I gotta make money on this," and I think just it shit went crazy. Like the NFT, that's one thing I never really understood, and people were spending like a shit ton of money on that. Um, now you don't hear anything about that, right? <laughs> like, because I think it was, people kind of figured out it was bullshit. Like I have a digital thing that I own. I'm like, uh, okay. Um, people. I think there was just people didn't understand. People were just making a ton of money, you know. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. It's still it's, it's it's a complicated thing. Like a lot of people still don't know. Yeah, I wonder if anything's gonna come out. Um, since they did help out so many politicians, you know, it's kind of like the Black Lives Matter. There's been a lot of investigations to what happened to those founders and a lot of that money that went into that, like what organizations are they helping? And they found a lot of nefarious things that just don't look right, but not a lot of it's coming to light because maybe they greased the right pockets and they just, you know, don't it's, have. Oh, you want to say Go ahead. It, it's nothing's going to happen because that's what average people gave, like like people like me and you give 20, 100 bucks. It didn't fuck over rich people. This guy, he he's going to get in trouble because he fucked over rich people. He took their money and they ain't getting anything back. So I know he donated a lot of money to uh, 
to 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 politicians. So it's gonna, it, like you said, it, it's gonna be interesting to see what happened. The last time there was something this big crash, they were saying uh, it was Enron, and Enron was twenty three billion dollars. This guy, he he fucked up sixty billion dollars. <laughs> so it's gonna be, and then once you know how this shit goes, people start going through the books and. Fine picking, uh, picking through everything. You're gonna see a lot of bullshit, man. You're gonna see just a ton of bullshit come out, and then, uh, we'll see how it goes. You know, it's like the the Theranos girl, the woman, she got in trouble. She got 11 years, and to me, I was kind of shocked because you know why? She fucked over rich people. She took money, investments from hedge funds and people with money, and a lot of dudes with a lot of money. And she pissed them off, and I think that's why she got eleven years. I mean, I don't know if you if you know anything about that one. She just uh, a lot of guys just when companies go bankrupt, they just move on to the next one. But they're like, nah, she was a fraud, and she lied, and she put people's lives in danger. She took m- money from like former secretary of states and like rich like hedge funds and companies, like, and she lost it all, and I, she got, and then there's. Um, it came out, I think Friday she got, uh, 11 years, 11 years. And I was shocked when I read that. I thought she was going to get like a year and then uh, like two years and like a year of probation or something. But, uh, they did a show about her on Hulu. Um, I can't think of the name. I think it's the dropout or something. Uh, you should see that. I saw a couple of documentaries about her too. And. She was, uh, she had a, she knew what she wanted. I, I kind of congratulate her. She knew what she wanted and she, she made shit happen. It just, they got caught with the bullshit cause they started selling stuff to Walgreens, these test kits that didn't really work. And that's what got her in trouble. And after they stopped working and then, then we're like, well, where's our money? And she's like, we blew through everything and people got pissed. Yeah, man, there's consequences to the actions. <laughs> we'll see like i said uh ftx uh you can't make this shit up dude like you read some other stuff and like this is insane man so like 10 30 year olds were running this thing they're all fucking each other there's no hierarchy or no like corporate structure and just they're like we have all this money and then uh we, and then all oh, the other thing, they created a token, a, a, a crypto. At one point, that thing was worth like $6 billion, and they were leveraging that to make money or to take people were like, oh, yeah, we owe you money. Here's some of our token. It's going to go up in value. <laughs> and uh, that, and then, uh, yeah, that got them in trouble. That thing's worth like a penny now, I think, or less than a penny. It's like you could buy it really cheap. Yeah, there there are some stocks that uh that unfortunately pretty much turned out that same way. They lost millions of dollars to just so many different people. Uh, anything with crypto right now is just very volatile, and even stocks that just deal with crypto that they're not a crypto company but they deal with it and other stuff. Those companies went down just as much. Uh, the economy is just not allowing a lot of companies to grow right now even amazon lost like a trillion dollars or some shit like that so yeah I mean, like it, facebook yeah. with meta that shit tanked they just yeah. like laid off a ton of people and i think amazon's i think on their tech division they're gonna lay off a lot of people too 
It's crazy times right now, dude. Crazy yeah. times. The only the only one who, who I, I I get my uh investment uh stock investment advice from Danny and I think he's he's like bad he's averaging zero percent right now in returns. Oh shit. <laughs> but that with that said, uh let's go let's transition to somebody that uh is rich also here in Noel. So you got a PS five, man. So I got mine. Uh, this summer, I haven't even opened up the box. Uh, <laughs> I was waiting for this Medal of uh, 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 Call of Duty right now. Or is it Mo- Modern Warfare? I'm sorry. I'm thinking about buying it, but uh, you purchased one. So how did uh, did you think you're gonna get a return on that purchase, or what did you end up getting? What bundle? So um, it, it was I, I literally got it on a whim. Um, it it was just available because. I don't know how easy it was for you guys to get it, but uh, it I've been trying. Oh, well, that's uh, changes things for sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got it through Target. Um, I was literally just I was taking a break from work and I was uh, yeah, just doing what a guy does when he takes a break from work. You know what I mean? And uh, I saw that it, an ad came up on my phone for a PS5. And I'm like, ah, you know, I wonder if they're even still available or what. Because I've been trying for a couple of years to get it, and every time I would try, it just wasn't available. So I was like, whatever. I even signed up to get invited with Amazon. There's a thing you can go on there to get invited for a purchase. Never happened. So I was like, ah, whatever. Let me just click on it and see. It's, it's been months since I tried to get one. And lo and behold, they actually did have it. Uh, they just they, they weren't allowing to ship it. You had to pick it up in the store uh, for Target. And so I saw they had one at the store by where I work. Uh, and I was like, ah, I don't really want to go, you know, to Rosemont to get it. Uh, I'd like to get it where, you know, by my house, you know. So I looked at the store by my house and they didn't have the bundle available. They didn't have the Ragnarok bundle. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it, man. Maybe I just won't get it. But then I'm like, ah, let me check and see. And if the, the store by my house has at least just the regular one, maybe they have just the regular PS5 with the disc, you know. So I checked it. They had it. I was like, damn, dude, should I fucking get this? I don't know. Because, I, I've, uh, I, like I said, I purchased that Friday the 13th 4K collection. And I need a 4K player to play it, right? Like, there's no other way around it. So, I'm like, I can either get a standalone player for, like, almost $300 that only plays, you know, 4K movies. Or I can get a PS5 for, you know, an extra couple hundred. And it'll play games and movies and everything else, so. I'm like, fuck it, let's get it. You know, worst comes to worst, I sell it, make a profit, and uh, best case scenario, I use it. So I, I went yeah. and picked it up that same day. Uh, it was a Tuesday, just just this past Tuesday. And uh, <laughs> what was funny is like I didn't get any games with it initially, because initially, like I said, I was gonna use it for a 4K Blu-ray player. <laughs> and uh, my brother Efren and uh, my cousin as well, they started laughing at me. They're like, dude, get some games for it. Like, what are you doing? Like, why are you going to use it just for a Blu-ray? Like, it's not even just it's not even that great for it. Like, it's it's good, but it's not the best. And I'm like, all right, all right. Well, what game should I even fucking get? Like, <laughs> you know, everything that's available on PS5, I can get on PC, and my PC will run it better anyway. And they're like, well, there's some games that are PS4 exclusive that you can play on the PS5 that you can't get on PC. So there's a few games that I purchased. Uh, I actually just got it at Target yesterday. I picked it up, uh, pick up there. And they're on sale, so it was perfect. You know, I got them on sale, got it at a good price. I got uh, Ghost of Tsushima, and I got Bloodborne. Nice. 
So I got these two pretty good games. I'm going to get Last Guardian, uh, Shadow of Colossus, and God of War Remastered 3, because those are not available on PC, to my knowledge. Yeah. I was thinking about, I was looking at the Black Friday ads. Uh, so when this episode drops, Black Friday passed. The only thing I wanted to buy was the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle collection, <laughs> the retro shit. That yeah. I'm like, do I want to play? I got a PS5 to play 8-bit fucking games that are remastered. Like, uh, like I don't know. Yeah, I ended yeah. up buying that. Uh, How is it? Everybody's raving about it, and the and other YouTube people I watch. I I actually haven't gotten it in yet. I. I purchased it because for Black Friday, it's 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up buying it. And it was supposed to be delivered yesterday, but FedEx delivered it to the wrong house. So no. I got, yeah, I know I got a replacement order coming through because I had to go on the line with Best Buy. And I'm like, hey, this package never arrived. It says delivered. But the picture on the website that says here, it's delivered. I'm like, that's not my house. So they, they didn't they ask just, you to go grab it. Well, I didn't even know where it was. It looked like another numbered house, just like mine. But they must have delivered it to like the wrong street, or, or I have no idea. But yeah, I didn't recognize the house. Otherwise, I would if it was like my next door neighbor or something, I would have gone and knocked on their house or something. But yeah, uh, now I'm waiting for the replacement to come in, which is supposed to be in this week sometime. Damn man, that's I've had that happen to us. The house, the corner house. At their block, it's 130 the street, and we're at 130 another street, but we're like, I have had medicine get delivered down there, and I walk, I walk down the block, I'm like, did you get medicine? He goes, yeah, right here, man, and like, good thing he's a good guy, because we've gotten his stuff delivered at our house, so we kind of know each other now, and we tell him like, we make comments. It's the middle, the house in the middle of the street, not the end house. And then I think we kind of straightened all that out. Yeah, dude, yeah. It's, it's crazy sometimes. It's frustrating, too, because, like, you're waiting for it. And all of a sudden now you're you're left having to wait again. And hopefully it doesn't happen again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the lady that I was talking to to clear it up. They're like, okay, we'll put another order in. Do you want to come pick it up or do you want us to deliver? And I'm like, well, I got COVID. I'm like, I can't drive out anywhere. I'm like, no, I need it delivered. And she's like, all right, you're going to risk it again? And I'm like, well, if you s- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, don't mess it up. And I should be getting it fine. And I get stuff regularly fine. Amazon delivers, finds my house. Usually FedEx for Alana's Medicine comes in fine. So I just think this is a, a freak occurrence where we didn't get it, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to play that Ninja Turtle it, anniversary collection. And it, it was FedEx then? Yeah, FedEx is the yeah, one that FedEx, lost I've it. never run that issue to UPS or Amazon Prime or anything else. It's always FedEx. It's 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 so fucking weird. Right. I've actually had the opposite. I had UPS always fuck shit up for me. Like whenever Amazon ships something through UPS, because it's like sold by a third party or whatever, uh, that's the, the shit that doesn't come in. And that's the shit that's delayed, and it's, I can't track it, and it's always fucking missing and broken. I just ordered some soap, some bar soap. Uh, I got a six-pack, and it was delayed for like a week. And I was like, what the fuck? Where's my soap? And they're like, we're sorry. Wait until this day, and you can get a refund. Then it ended up showing up all like fucking – it was weird, man. It was all destroyed. I was like, yeah. <laughs> not, not used, but like it was still in the box, like unopened, but – 
it had all this powder around it, like like it had been crushed or something, and like the fucking soap like disintegrated into powder. I was like, what the fuck is this? Is is crazy? But uh, yeah, that's that, I, I always had you that that. Sasquatch soap, man. No, I get this hypoallergenic shit. Uh, oh. And I used to get it through Dial, but their shit's like expensive as fuck. It's like thirty dollars for a six pack. I'm like, no way. I'm not paying thirty dollars for a six pack of soap. And then, uh, so I, I'm switching over to Dove. Dove's got my business now. Oh, because I know that Sasquatch stuff. Andy was telling me that as soon as it touches water, it disintegrates. So I don't know <laughs> if if that's what happened to your package. Uh, so that, yeah. that, that's. <laughs> I think you're taking it out of context, man. Yes, soap is supposed to the, the uh, like get the nice leather, but if you don't got this wood that they sell, like a uh, bamboo wood, the shit does disintegrate. Uh, man, that don't sound right to me. That sounds like some quantum leap shit where it starts <laughs> well, dissipating into the sky. <laughs> hook it up, man. <laughs> and that soap is like uh, it averages out by maybe six dollars a bar of soap. You know, it's good. It's just expensive. That's exactly why I'm like, nah, I'm good on that, dude. Like, soap, soap to me should be like a dollar, two dollars. You know what I mean? That's like reasonable for a bar of soap. But like, you're spending six dollars on a bar of soap. It's like, fuck, dude. And their official bamboo holder, which is fifteen per bar. No, if you get the wood, the the holder, uh, it's fifteen. But the bar, if you can buy a bundle, average is. I think you go to Walmart, it's like five and change. But uh, I got gifted a set a couple years ago, and I was telling that I think we were talking about soaps one day, and I go, you know what's good? I go Sasquatch, but it is fucking expensive, and you have to. It has like this little like maintenance thing because if you leave it like on the sink, like it starts to, uh, I don't know, like not disintegrate, but it it leaves stains and shit. And then they design this wood holder with like it's triangle shaped and like. This would help it last longer or something. That's the, the fucking thing that they pitch, right? And I'm just like, and I looked at the price. It was 15 fucking dollars. I'm like, you guys are crazy. It's and, California prices, man. Yeah. And I'm just like, but I saw some cheap ones on Amazon for like three bucks. And people are like, this shit, this, uh, as soon as the soap touched it, like it fell apart. And shit. <laughs> so I'm just like, I can't, I like, I fuck it. I'm not going to use this. I use my ax shit for until I run out. Yeah, man, I wish I could, dude. Uh, I have sensitive skin, so I just I, it took me a while to find out something that works. Because otherwise, I'm just itching all day, and it's just like, what the fuck? In the winter, it's the worst, right? Oh, it's yeah, horrible, like, man. Yeah, it's I know horrible. what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I, my wife's like, why is your skin all like red and shit? Because I'm scratching and I'm all itchy. And she's like, you just put some lotion on there. You're like, you know how I feel about lotion. I can't say that on, on the radio and the podcast, but you know, I feel that's. Uh, it's not very manly. <laughs> yeah, it's nah. tough, man. <laughs> no, nah, man, I, I think I think the games that you picked up are, are pretty good, especially that Ghost of Tsushima. I think that one's going to do you good. I think as soon as you get into it, you're going to get flashbacks to Samurai Sunday on uh, Channel 26 and, and stuff like that. It's, it's going to be awesome. Hopefully you, you really enjoy that. And then I heard you say The Last Guardian. That one, I wouldn't keep my expectations too high. I, I like Eco and that whole series, but Last Guardian was kind of like a hodgepodge of development where it wasn't put together too well, but The Shadow of the Colossus, that's another awesome one, especially the remastered from PlayStation 4. 
that one is awesome on PlayStation 5. It, it runs great. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to these. Uh, obviously, I'm going to buy them when they're on sale. Uh, that's how I got Ghost of Tsushima. It was like 30 bucks. Normally, it's like 60 or whatever. And um, Bloodborne was only $10. So I was like, good deal, you know? Um, yeah, Bloodborne's another good game. Uh, unfortunately, they didn't create a patch for PlayStation 5, so it still kind of runs shitty. But I heard it's a great game. I just I'm not into those Bloodborne or the Dark Souls games because they're just too punishing, and I, I just hate getting killed over and over again. Yeah, I was considering getting uh, Returnal, but then I heard the same thing about that that it's like it's just incredibly punishing. And then since it's a shooter, a lot of people are telling me just wait until it's on PC because then at least you have a better chance of playing through it. <laughs> so. Because controller for first person is like, it's hard, man. I don't know how people do it. Yeah, and actually I did hear that Returnal is primed to be on PC, that there's been some leaks on Steam as far as like their header page leaked and and whatnot. So I think any day now, Returnal is probably going to be coming out on on, uh, PC. Yeah, yeah, well, we'll see, man. Uh, I'll keep you guys posted on the updates on all that, but... Another really quick thing I want to just run through run through was the UFC 281 that passed this uh, just recently, November uh, 12, it looked like. Um, so by this time, it's going to be almost a month by the time you guys hear this. But uh, Israel Adesanya, he was dethroned, man. He was the middleweight champion for a while. He he beat Anderson Silva. He beat a, a bunch of like top contenders, Robert Whitaker, Joel Romero, Paulo Costa. He, he beat a lot of like great middleweight fighters. Uh he lost in the kickboxing days to this guy named Alex Pereira, and he lost twice to him. This was going to be his third fight, this time in mixed martial arts, not in kickboxing. And unfortunately, in round five, he was winning the fight, but in the last round, he got caught and he ended up getting TKO'd. Uh, the, the ref stopped the fight. And so Israel Adesanya is dethroned. Uh, we'll see if there's a rematch for them. To recap the the rest of that pay-per-view, Caller Esparza was also dethroned from her championship. Zhang Wei Li, the first uh, Chinese or first, well, yeah, first Chinese, but also first Asian champion in the UFC. And she uh, is going to be a champion for the second time. This is her second time with the title now. Uh, she she won by rear naked choke. And Carla Esparza, if you don't know who she is, she's actually known for being really good at wrestling and jiu-jitsu. So for her to lear- like lose by submission, that was like, man, I'm sure Wei Lee really felt great about that. Uh, the, the next biggest fight, Dustin Poirier, Michael Chandler, that was a big one. Uh, that was a back-and-forth war. Uh, it looked like at certain points either one of them could have gotten knocked out. Uh, ended up being Dustin Poirier gets the win with rear naked choke in the third round. And uh, the the rest of the fights in the card were pretty good, too. But those are the main three I just wanted to highlight for our viewers that do like MMA. It's been a while since I've done a little MMA recap there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I haven't really watched. I just know what you tell me. No. <laughs> the last <laughs> fight I saw was uh, the Silva-Paul fight or whatever. And I thought that was fixed, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to tell, man. It's hard to tell. It, there were some points where Jake looked like he was really trying. It, it didn't look like it was easy, that's for sure. So, you know. Yeah, I, I no, gotta, yeah. yeah. Anderson's old, man. He's like almost yeah. 50. So, you know, it is what it so is. I man. didn't know he had a fight. I don't know if it was a boxing with Tito, like, earlier yeah. in the year or something. Yeah. 
what promotion was that? You know, uh, I can't remember, man. It might have been Triller, though. I'm not sure, though. Ah, okay. Yeah, that makes my sense. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 Okay. And to, to just cap it off for my uh, updates of the week, uh, Walking Dead, man, season 11, episode 24, series finale, ends Dang. tonight. Today is November 20th, so today is the last day that we're going to see Walking Dead TV show. Uh, at least the original TV show. Man, I thought this ended like a year ago already. No, dude, it's uh, <laughs> it's been a long, long road, and they did do hiatuses, especially around COVID. Things got kind of weird. Uh, it was hard to film and all that. But uh, no, um, yeah, it's uh. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's been a long run. Um, I really don't know all the spinoffs they're going to do. They, they've done a, a couple along the way. But, uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's it's, it's a good show, man. I, I think if anybody's a zombie fan, you should tune into it. <clears throat> if you haven't watched it yet, you have uh, 11 seasons to d- d- dive into. But uh, glad I watched the show, and I'm excited for the finale tonight. No, you so so you caught up and you're you're all up up to speed with all the episodes. Uh yeah yeah. So uh, I've been caught up for since like a couple years ago. I, I took like a, a break during COVID, and then I I just binged it after that. Like I I caught up like on the couple seasons that were going on. So I've been caught up this whole time, week by week. I even signed up to AMC Plus. Um, and holy shit, dude! I just saw this text. Andy, that you sent? Yes. Uh, yeah, it was like kind of rumors, but then it, it got confirmed right now. There's no fucking way, dude. This guy was one of my favorite Power Rangers ever, dude. Jason David Frank. He just made a movie. They were going to make sequels. It doesn't make any sense that he would do this. Suicide yeah. at 49, dude. No fucking way. That's the the Green Power Ranger, the white one. I I forget how it goes, but I know he was big in the convention. So I just want to let you know because uh, I know you're a big Power Rangers fan. So uh, yeah, there was rumors about it this morning on Twitter, but nobody was able to confirm it. They just confirmed it. Dude, rest in peace, man. What the hell, bro? Yeah, that is weird because I I know that he was on and off uh, with like. It sounded like some kind of mental battles uh, amongst his private life. Well, he did so. Well, I, I, the little bit that I know, he really wanted the Power Rangers to come back, or at least the Green Power Ranger, or whatever the White Power Ranger thing that he had going on, and everything that he would work on to get a spinoff going. I, I, the sense that I got was that it wasn't working. So I don't know if it was him personally that they didn't want to work with or they just didn't think the idea would work. But, yeah, man, uh, too bad that the guy committed suicide. Dude, it, and he's like a, a believer in the faith and Christianity and all that. I, I really am struggling to understand if this is real, dude. What the fuck? Because he literally just made this new movie. Uh, it's going to be uh, its own universe. And they they were hyping it up this whole time. Uh, the the movie's set to be released in 2023. I, I did the Kickstarter for it and everything, and he was doing press for it. Man, this is a sad day, dude. Wow. Wow. 
Yeah, I, I, I never understood. I guess I didn't know how popular Power Rangers were until I think uh, the first iteration of it and people uh, just talk about it uh, immensely. And, and I think he was kind of a big, uh, the big one because he was always doing conventions and stuff. So I don't know. He had like all these other projects on the side. <clears throat> yeah, he's uh he's been doing a few things here and there. Uh yeah, he had this big project um for to make a a, a full-fledged movie. It started off where it was going to be like a TV series and then they got enough money, like I think over a million dollars, so they decided to make it a full-fledged production of a movie. And then they got even more like like a, a appeal and like advertising and all that that they decided to show it in theaters and select theaters. Uh, as well as still give out the Blu-rays. So I'm going to get a Blu-ray next year at some point. But, man, this is sad, bro. And honestly, we were just about to go into the article. So I was, it's kind of a weird transition here. But, yeah, I guess here we go, man. Let's get into the article of the week. Right, guys so the article of the week here is from the new york times it's just a really quick uh, opinion article uh more or less you know that there's a stuff going on right now biden's trying to forgive student loans and then other states are trying to make uh you know college free and it looks like new mexico is actually taking a step in that direction and it looks like pretty soon they're going to be offering free uh college for those who you know study Publics like public colleges within the state of New Mexico, starting in the July, community colleges, right? Right. It says here it'll completely cover tuition for all state residents who attend public colleges and universities. So that I don't know if that means community or if that just means like New the New Mexico University, whatever you know, like their university. Right. Yeah, as long as they're not like private, so like public here, no one like Northern Illinois is public. Uh, I think you uh, have University of Illinois public too, um, and then like those private colleges like DePaul and all that. I, I think those are like private colleges, Loyola. I don't think you can't. They're not going to pay for that. Or according to this article, you know. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of curious to if they do go down this route, which it looks like a lot of people are pushing for this. I don't really believe in the forgiveness thing so much because then that means taxpayers have to pay more. But let's say they do propose to make college free or a portion of it free for all Americans. I think if they can propose the budget to make it work, I'm fine with that uh, help. Uh, my only thing is if they do allow that and it does get pushed through in the next couple of years, is it going to become where now college education is the new you got a high school diploma in the job application where if you don't have that some college two year or whatever it is that they give you for free if you don't have that when you go apply is it going to be like well this guy doesn't even have the basics does he even know how to read does he even comprehend stuff so is it going to become the new minimum to even get a minimum wage job or, or a base job, basic job at a, a new company. Yeah, I mean, that I, I think it's, I, I guess what you're saying is like, what, what do you think the, 
what they should be studying if they're going to get their tuition paid for? Like, you want to know exactly, depending on, like, if it's business or, like, you want them to know they, they can run a goddamn Excel spreadsheet or something? I mean, something to that point. But right now, like, if I go apply at Target and I want to be a cashier, on the application it says, do you have a high school diploma? And it, to I believe most companies, I'm not a business owner, but you use that as a guide that, all right, this guy at least accomplished something and he completed something that was provided to him for basically free by the government. You just needed to show up and study. So now that this new portion proposal would be free and provided by the government, are you able to complete that? And is that now going to be the new equivalent? Like, hey, did you get your bachelor's degree that the government was giving you for free? Did you complete that? And is that going to be the new prerequisite for a lot of jobs? I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's. Uh, I, <laughs> I think the wording you're using, then, like the government gives it to you. I think they still have to earn it. Right. I, 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 you, I figure like if. If they're more readily available, you want to know, like, I think you're going to know if this position requires an associate's, do you have that? Or they ask you, what's the most uh, level of education you have completed? And I think uh, if a lot of those positions, like uh, retail work, maybe they they might require of it, but I, I don't think they're going to... Do it. I want to know. I kind of like you, like you said, if they go to school and they don't complete this, what what happens? You just paid for them to, to, for like a semester or they back out? Or is it like when you get this, is it a requisite that, yes, you have to graduate within like five years? Otherwise, we're going to charge you. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's like something like that. They ain't going to just like, oh, I'm going to take a break. Bye. And like they just spent like a thousand, a couple thousand bucks on you. Well, I mean, high school, you don't have to graduate. And if you don't graduate, you have to pay back $2,000 versus tuition. You just kind of drop out and nothing really happens. So I would assume the same would happen here. Um, but, yeah, I I would suspect that this is going to become the new kind of divider in applications when you go apply. When you go apply... I'm sure they shuffle through it and they filter, all right, how many of these people got high school educations? And they put that in one pile. And how many people said they didn't? And they probably put those like on the back burner. Like these are the guys we'll contact if there's no other alternative. But those guys probably don't even get a fa fair shake in it if they don't have that equivalency of a high school diploma. So is there going to be a new category for all right, now that the government is helping you get it in associates, not giving you, but helping you get in associates, is it where they're going to be like, all right, how many people at least got their associates degree? All right, let's start with that pile. We'll interview this hundred people and then we'll get down to the pile of how many got in high school education. Uh, yeah, I mean, but I think you're already off when you apply, you know, what requisites are there for you to, to to consider the position? I do know this: people today, that uh, some of the positions out there, any type of corporate structure, even it seems like it's entry level positions, they do require bachelors. And I'm talking about like they want you to use like you know Microsoft Office, PowerPoint, 
and all that shit. And I think that's that's like to me that's like high school stuff. But I don't even know if they teach in high, that. Those are things in high school. To me, that's like you need to know that to be in any type of office or corporate structure position. If it ain't like a retail or manufacturing, which you need to have a different set of skills where you might have an like some type of engineering degree, like in manufacturing or retail. Uh, I, it's a different skill set, I guess. But I, I don't I, I guess. It depends on the position uh, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's like if the government pays for it, there, there has to come from somewhere, right? It's not going to just magically be paid off. And my opinion, I guess, from this, uh, since I, I actually did go to, to school, uh, college, I, I graduated with a bachelor's and I paid my way through it. Uh, I did get help. Uh, it wasn't all on my own, but uh, I, I did get loans uh, as well as I got um what is it called? Uh, scholarships, things like that. So I, I was fortunate enough to have some people pay for some of my tuition. I feel at least that was was earned because I had to prove to those people that gave me that scholarship that I was going to go through the school, that I was committed to learning and I was committed to making the sacrifices necessary, showing up on time, having to say no to friends, going to parties because I have to study because I have to do my works and I have to have good grades. I had to maintain a certain GPA. So I felt like I earned that assistance. Uh, and in terms of the loans, when I heard Biden was going to forgive it, I didn't believe it. I was like, I don't know if he even should. Uh, the, for me, I'm, I'm almost done paying it off, thankfully. Uh, it wasn't too crazy. Uh, like I said, I did get some scholarships, so I didn't have to like take out hundreds of thousands of dollars of loans. I could see why people want that forgiven. Um, but the thing is, too, sometimes people get in this mentality where it's like, oh, you're going to give it for free? Then they get entitled. And you're going to forgive it? Oh, well, let me just spend more money now because you're going to forgive it. And so if that's the way people are going to go down that road, then it looks like taxpayers who aren't going to school or don't have time to go to school are going to be paying for other entitled people who are just wasting away their money and throwing it away so they can just, you know, binge drink on the, you know, during the day. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like there's two sets of things going on here, like loan forgiveness uh, I don't think that in the United States that's it's ever gonna happen. Even if it's like capped, like at ten grand, with Biden proposed and it's stalled. The only time I'm aware here in North America, I don't know about Europe, where there's been any type of loan forgiveness was, I remember reading a couple an, an article a couple years back, I think before the pandemic, where uh, one of the banks in Canada was doing some type of loan forgiveness or something about if you have an outstanding balance of 5000 and under on this card we're going to wipe it off because they were discontinuing that bank I, I don't know some bullshit like that and right away people got pissed off like well I've paid my card for years and I ain't going to get no loan forgiveness and people right away a rift started right people were upset that people got something for free and the other people are pissed that did everything right. They had to pay it off. And now, kind of to Danny's point, coming back to this, if you, the government is going to give pay tuition or a local state government, my thing is they can't. Like one day we live in, I think the article is New Mexico, right, or Arizona, one of those two. 
They're like, I'm going to go start community college this fall. And you go, you do the whole work. Uh, you sign up the three classes. You still got to pay the book. They're paying the tuition, right? And then you're like, fuck this. This is hard. And you don't go back. There's no consequences to that. And yet there was an expense paid by the state. So is it like when you sign up, they just don't like you have an understanding. You must complete this or you have to have this grade. Otherwise, we're not going to pay no more or some shit like that. You know, you can't just go the next semester like I'm serious this time. I'm going to sign up again. And then the same shit happens. I wonder if there's like a limit how many times you can do this or if you don't grab if you don't finish the courses or something, you know. I know when some companies help you pay for your college, they the pre, one of the prerequisites is that you're going to work for that company for like the next three years or so or whatever their prerequisites are. So you're right, man. If government starts helping, are they going to start creating prerequisites that uh, you need to complete this by so-and-so date? Otherwise, you owe us 10 grand or, or whatever the case would be. I don't know. It'd be interesting. It, it'd probably be a better. It, it'd probably be a good way to gatekeep to make sure that people are committed and not just kind of spending this money and not really accomplishing anything. I mean, you know, people. There's gonna be people who take full advantage of it, and that's that's what you want to hear. And like, they don't have to go to fancy schools. They could go to a state school and they get their bachelor's and succeed. But also, there's gonna be a ton more people who get excited. They go and then they're like, "This shit's hard." Like, I didn't know it was going to be this hard. And then they'll stop going or they gave up. That's yeah, what I'm saying. I, those are those who what's going to offset what more until money dries up or something, you know? I I did take uh, night <clears throat> courses a lot. And a couple of the teachers made mention of something to that effect. They're like, um, I like teaching night school because I know that these are people that have day jobs, have other responsibilities during the day. And they come here because they want to study and they're not here because they got a free tuition. They're not here because they got some scholarships. They're not here because their daddy paid for their college. They're here because they're working hard to try to accomplish something. And are we going to start seeing that like a flood of people that don't really they go because they're like, well, this is what I'm supposed to be doing, but not really putting the effort. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a uh, that's the problem here in America. I feel like people when you give out free shit, people come out the woodwork, and then you're not necessarily it's always used for the best thing. I mean, I still remember this day, but look at the recently with the PPP loans, right? It was free money to businesses to make payroll, and people were making big fake companies, and they're going to strip bars and buying Jordans and like. They're just doing all sorts of stupid shit with the money. It wasn't really going to the right thing. And it caught it took the government a couple of years to find out what the fuck was going on. And, and that's my concern when you do stuff like this. Um, what's gonna happen? But you know, let us know what you guys think uh, at well, ffnquestions at gmail.com. One uh, one final thing I wanna say about it is that I think if if there are certain prerequisites, like let's say you have to maintain a certain GPA, or let's say you even have to, you know, complete your degree, um, and then you get some kind of discount, that I can be on board with. Complete, like free, I don't think that's feasible, because how are the teachers going to get paid? Where's that money coming from? Um, they they do deserve a good paycheck, you know, for what they do, as long as they're good teachers, of course, right? But 
let's <laughs> assume that they are. Let's assume that they're doing their job. Um, they deserve some good pay. And, and uh, I had good teachers, so I think they deserve to get paid. But at the same time, I think prices are a little heavy. Uh, some people are spending in the hundreds of thousands of dollars to get a degree that's going to make them maybe 50000 a year, maybe fifty five to 60000 yeah. a year. So it's like it's 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 kind of crazy. There needs to be some more balance there, but I don't think it should be free. Yeah, like I said, it's uh, it's um, it's crazy, man. And uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, but uh, that's all the time we got for this week. Uh, once this episode drops, uh, Thanksgiving has passed. We hope everybody has a, had a good Thanksgiving. And then we want to thank you for listening. Remember, you can follow Freeform on Twitter at Freeform Network. Send your questions and suggestions to ffnquestions at gmail.com. Will you be taking advantage of this free tuition or reimbursement, however it gets worked out? Let us know what you guys would do. Whether you take an opportunity to that to, to grow or go back to school. Uh, visit our webpage, freeformnetwork.podbean.com. There, all our episodes are there. Um, Check it out. Let us know what you guys think. Uh, there are links for Stitcher, iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, YouTube. Uh, we're on so many platforms. However you choose to listen to us, watch us, uh, like, hit that like, subscribe, comment. That helps us out immensely. Uh, for Freeform Radio, we got Daniel. Yes, sir. Let's let's uh, get out there and watch some football. Elections are done, but... Uh... We got to wait a few more months before making more changes. <laughs> and we got Noel. Yep. Thank you very much for listening. And uh, rest in peace, Jason David Frank. And it's all good, Andy. I want to thank you guys for listening. And I hope everybody has uh, a good Thanksgiving again. And we'll catch you guys on the other side. Dad.